love that. Welcome. Of course, as you can tell, it's an economic update with our doctor, Dr. Kirk Ellen. Yay! <laughs> I love the doctor, doctor thing. It just makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> well, you earned them. Oh, you did. You got two PhDs. I, I, did. I earned them. But I still like the doctor, doctor. You, you two can pull it off. It's awesome. It's good. Well, doctor, doctor, give us the news. What's going on in the world of, of money and finance? It's it's. It, we can almost do this show daily oh right now gosh, because there's so something like I'm reading. I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, uh, they're they're printing money. They're passing a a, a, a the bill. You know, the the green bill. They're, they're passing forty five hundred dollar fee per dairy cow extra. That was in this recent bill that we just had $3,500 per beef cow, $4,500 because they released methane that's harmful for the environment. I mean, everything is going to get more expensive. A cheeseburger, everything's getting crazy. So crazy. everything I read, I'm like, I wonder what Dr. Kirk say about this. I'm like <laughs> scrolling through my phone. I'm like, this seems like a bad deal. I don't know. I don't know what Dr. Kirk says about this. So it's just crazy. There's something every day. Well, talk about a bad deal. So Biden's stupid, most recent bad deal. Um, the $1.8 trillion spending bill. Okay. For propane and natural gas, they have a 30% tax on top of it. Not 30 cents, 30%. 30% tax on propane and natural gas. So imagine heating your home and, and that with, with a 30% tax if it, if it weren't enough already, right? right. So. Everything that they are doing is is actually just devastatingly bad. And so I was thinking about that. Um, so there's there's an economics chart. It's it's called the Laffer curve, um, named by by Art Laffer. And basically, what it says is there's there's a time when when the government raises taxes that it increases revenues. When is that time? Well, when everybody has extra money in their pocket, right? And they've got extra disposable discretionary cash at the end of every month. They don't give a flip if if taxes go up because they're still going to spend money, right? Right. But there's a point when you hit critical mass. where when And that's where we are in America because everyone's living at the margin. Like more than 90% of America is just one to two paychecks away from bankruptcy. So we, we don't really have enough disposable or discretionary cash. So now that we're seeing all these tax increases, what's it going to do? The net effect is going to be the government actually loses tax revenue mm -hmm. because when they raise tax, it makes us everything more expensive. We spend less and they actually great chart. Mm -hmm. Colton. <laughs> I know he is. I mean, just, just like that <laughs> out of the blue comes yep. the laughter curve chart. So, um, Anyways, what that shows us is that when you hit that point of critical mass and you raise taxes, government revenue comes down. Now, why is this important? Because we still have monthly obligations that we need to, to make as a country, right? We have mm -hmm. expenditures, there's entitlements, mm -hmm. there's, there's um, defense, and there's education. There's everything that we spend money on. Well, if we're not making it on taxes because now the stupid Biden administration wants to continue to raise taxes – how do they, how are they going to, going to, you know, crack that nut? Right. Well, they're just going to print money because it's, it's inflate or die now, which actually then adds to the inflationary pressures that we're seeing. So, so everything that we see is just so problematic mm -hmm. for the, for the economy right now. It's just, it's just not a good thing. Um, and, and who knows what's going to come next, but, but there's certain things that we start to look at 
as economists. So there's there's two things that always track together. Mm-hmm. Um, that's gross domestic product and and the number of people in the labor force, right? So mm-hmm. GDP comes down when the number of people that are working comes down. GDP goes up when the number of people that are working goes up. I mean, that they always track together. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Biden's been lying about the economic numbers for a long time. Um, and he's been caught at it a couple of times. But but since the, right before COVID, like the month before COVID until now, America has lost 5 million jobs. 5 million. That's that's a dramatic that's decline. Huge. Yes. That's I mean, considering that's that 5 million jobs. Those are 5 million you know, displaced workers. Yes. You know, now some of them might have gotten, you know, another job, you know, since then. But, you know, anytime you lose a job, it's like, man, okay, there's the gap between, even if it's a week or it's a month or or, or it's three months or, you know, whatever that was, some of them longer. And then there's a, a, a pay period, a ramp up time, and mm-hmm. you get your, you know, first check and it's less, and they're going to take some stuff, you know, that's like, uh, it takes a bit because there's little wolves you've been holding off in the wings that we're going to let that slide that we get your first check. Okay. Now we're going to, you know, nobody's getting their nails done or any of this kind of thing. It's, it's right. like, you're just holding off and then, then you're going to take care of some of the necessities. A few things fall behind it, 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 that disruption plays a big role in a family. Mm-hmm. Oh, a, a huge role. And this is why when we talked about last week that the third quarter numbers that came out, personal consumption was down 87%, right? 87 yep. from the, from the second quarter. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you're seeing some of these things kind of happen and, and you're seeing now the number of workers working 5 million less than before COVID and gross domestic product is coming down. So, so there's no shock to me that this is, this is happening. And now we've got rising, rising inflation, right? So, so we also talked about last week, how entering into the fourth quarter, I think it's going to be substantially worse than the third quarter. And I was expecting absolutely nothing and got a bloodbath in the third quarter. Why do I think fourth quarter is going to be good? Because the fourth quarter is just retail spending mm. between Black Friday and Christmas is when retailers make 50% of their, their profits during right. the year. Well, I just read this report. It's not funny. I guess it's nervous laughter, right? It's, I don't know why I'm laughing at it because- when you have stores like Walmart, it's, it's the kind of Best laugh you have when you see somebody like climbing over a fence. You know, some guy climbing over a fence and he slips halfway through, yeah. you know, and hurts himself. It's like, yeah, it's just funny. Like you're not happy epic, that he got hurt. It, yeah, you're not happy yeah. he got hurt, but it's like, you know, what else are you going to do? The epic, the epic fail videos where you go, yeah, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. wow, yikes. Yeah. You know, those when you're watching those too, it's like it's like 99% dudes that are like, hey, hold my beer. And then they do this thing. <laughs> That's true. I, we, we watched those with our kids recently. I'm like, there's not a lot of women on these ones that are like taking their dirt bike off of a roof into a swimming pool. No. And, and, women and, no, don't and typically do that. <laughs> they're a little smarter. <laughs> and pretty much guaranteed there there always is beer. Yes, yeah. something like that involved. Yeah, but, yeah. but you see like that, that, you see the pain. Well. It's like, well, as long as they live, it's funny. You yeah. know, it's like, ah, but yeah. a nervous chuckle. Well, it makes me wonder if there's there's beer involved in Congress because mm-hmm. it's an epic fail. I mean, everything that they're coming out with right now is an epic fail, right? And so, so anyways, I read this report. Um, retailers like Best Buy, Walmart that that sell stuff online but have a physical location where you can bring stuff back to it, right? We kind of like that convenience. They're expecting over the holiday season a sixty six percent return rate. Sixty six percent. Why? Return because rate. people are going to get gifts and they would rather have the money the because money. Now, right? oh. so, wow. so they're going to return their gifts, which is going to make it even worse 
for the retailers. I'm telling you what, David and Stacy, this this retail season, I, I hate to make predictions because either you're right or you're wrong, but I'm predicting, I'm going to predict, it's going to be a bad one. It's going to wow. be a bad one. Well, and then that'll carry but, over into the beginning of January with the returns because that's going to hit the books. Sure. You know, yeah, with, no, that'll hit the books in January. Yeah, so then the fourth quarter going into the first quarter is going to be a, an epic fail. And then you've got the the rising taxes on natural gas and then everything else that's happening with this $1.8 trillion spending bill. Oh, which, by the way, is money that they're just printing out of thin air. It's not like they have $1.8 trillion just laying around and not being utilized, right? They're, they're going to print it out of thin air, which creates even more inflation. See, these cycles that we're in are, are hard to stop. Mm. Right. And this is why, why the, the, um, oh, can't even remember his name right now. I'm having, I'm having a moment. Is it Warren Buffett um, you're talking about? N- no, but I, I do want to talk about him actually. So ooh, deja vu. Um, <laughs> the, the guy that with Twitter and square who basically said hyperinflation is upon us. Jack Dorsey. Um, yeah, Dorsey. Mm-hmm. So so hyperinflation is upon us and it's basically inevitable. It's happening. It's going to happen and we can't get out of it, not just for America, but for the world. So you look at all this stuff and Warren Buffett, one of the smartest investors in the world, um, you know, it, I mean, he's been a great investor, right? You don't have to agree mm-hmm. with his politics, but he's been a great investor. Absolutely. Sure. Um, and a bridge player. Berkshire, yeah. Berkshire Hathaway is selling stocks, right? Well, they're a conglomerate company. They own these companies. They're selling their stocks and they're going into cash. Now he owns a lot of like, like a fruit of the loom and, you know, these kind of love mm-hmm. of textiles and, you know, Coca-Cola and, you know, these kind of like big name brand companies. He's not the, the like tech investor necessarily as much yeah, as manufacturing, cons- you know, uh, products, tangible, physical goods. Very tangible stuff. Like he's got insurance companies. He's got he owns owns railroads, right? I mean, very much old school. Um, he likes to buy cheap book value things. You know, companies that have plants, people, equipment that actually has a value, unlike cryptocurrency, right? That that this really only has value because people think that it has value. So he's one of those traditional investors buy value. Well, there, but in his company, Berkshire Hathaway, the conglomerate. They make money by owning stocks, but they're selling off a lot. I mean, so strange. A couple billion dollars worth of stock to just sell it off, right? So, so they're going into cash. So, what does that tell us? It tells us they are more willing to not make money right now than lose money down the road. So, they're just sitting on the sideline in cash, even though technically, Sitting in cash, getting zero percent loses you thirteen percent a year because inflation's hovering at thirteen percent a year. That's better than what they think is coming, right? Wow. So, you, want, you, want, you want a stat real quick? This is kind of interesting. They lose uh, uh, one hundred Teslas every five minutes that they're staying in cash, based on inflation. One hundred Teslas are lost due to inflation every five minutes because of the cash. So they must be really concerned about what they could lose because that's better than being in those stable markets. Because, yeah. Because again, Berkshire Hathaway is spread across a lot of very stable companies. They they are so so they got rid of a bunch of stocks. Uh, Colton, you just said Tesla. Well, Elon Musk, Mister Tesla, um, he's he's selling stuff too. I mean, he's he's going into cash. So, what's up with everyone mm. pulling out of the markets right now? All these big, amazingly brilliant billionaires, and and and. It, quite honestly, I think Elon Musk is one of the smartest guys ever, right? And and he's mm-hmm. starting to pull out. I mean, 
this is this is incredible when you're seeing this kind of money leaving the stock market going into cash tells you something's up. Right. Okay. Another thing that tells you something's up is is cryptocurrency. Now, I am I am not a proponent of cryptocurrency because my mantra for successful investing is to minimize risk and to maximize return at the same time. Mm-hmm. Technically, you could maximize your return with cryptocurrencies, but it comes with maximized risk, in, in my mm-hmm. opinion, because it could all go away tomorrow, right? I like tangible assets. I'm more like Warren Buffett, I guess. I like mm-hmm. I like gold. I like silver. I, things, I like things that have value. Well, four years ago, the market cap of, of all cryptocurrencies was $500 billion to, to It just surpassed $3 trillion market cap. $3 trillion. Wow. In, in cryptocurrencies. So what does that tell us? It doesn't necessarily tell us that it's a great investment. It tells us that people don't trust the things that are, have been there for a while, right? They don't trust the stock market. They don't trust yeah. the banking system. They're going into an alternative investment class because they don't like what they're seeing in normal traditional markets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the fact that cryptos exceed $3 trillion tells us something even than, than what a Warren Buffett or Elon Musk are doing by just pulling out. This is more of a complete market that's saying there's there's a whole class of investors that say cryptos are actually safer than what mm-hmm. we've known for our whole lives, right? So, but it's not it's not safe because there's no value to it. it it's it it has value because people think that it has value. It's a digit. It's in the ether somewhere. It, it it means nothing. There's no plants. There's no people. There's no equipment. There's like nothing. It's just sort of there, and it and it's has value because of a perception. Mm-hmm. That's why to me it's it's not it's safe. Kind of, like, kind of like the dollar. Yeah, kind of right. kind of like the dollar. <laughs> I mean, crypto. I mean, no joke. That's that's a very good analogy mm-hmm. because. Central John. banking system that deserves an audience cheer. <laughs> yeah, woo! Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't get a lot of producer love around here. Sometimes our guests do, but I, it's, it's slim no. pickings for me, Erner. I, I can put up the applause sign for Colton when you there say you go. something. That's, that's awesome. good. So, no, but that's very perceptive because the central banking system—they just—they can print money at whim. It has no tangible backing that Nixon closed the gold window and convertibility of international currencies into gold back in the early seventies. So now they just print, 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 print. It has no tangible backing. Same thing can be said for cryptocurrencies. It's like the digital version of fiat currency is what a cryptocurrency is. It has no backing. It's not tangible. It's not really real, but yet it has value because people think that it has value. Well, that's not really safe to me. Right. So when you start connecting all of these dots. I mean, I know we covered a lot of ground in a lot of different categories. We talked about Warren Buffett and Elon Musk pulling money out, sitting in cash. We talked about gross domestic product and the labor force tracking together, right? We talked about all these taxes and the Laffer curve and taxes going up while inflation is going up. And now we talk about this big market trend of pulling out of a system that people have known their whole lives because they don't trust it anymore. Mm -hmm. That's what a $3 trillion market cap in crypto tells me. Mm. So when we pull all this together, it tells us that something's about to change. I think that there is something big on the horizon. Um, And we've talked about it before an October surprise. Well, we, it's, you know what, the October surprise is not just a surprise that happens in October. 
it's going to go on in November and December because inflation, I don't care what the Fed says, it's not transitory. Transitory means it's a temporary thing. Inflation that we're seeing right now is permanent because it's money that they're injecting into the system. Right. If it were temporary, it means I could just take that money out. Well, they're not going to. Once you put it into the system, it's almost there permanently. This is more of a permanent inflation. We're going to have to live with these higher prices, and we're going to have to live with higher prices with higher taxes. That's going to hamper our spending ability, which means the stock market is not just going to be an October surprise. It's going to be a November surprise, a December surprise. It's no longer a surprise. We're just in for a while. I'm not saying forever. But we're in in for a while of of market meltdown kind of mm. kind of time frames. And and our goal is I would much rather be oh two months early than a day late, right? I sure. mean anybody, anybody would be because once these things start to correct, it's it's very problematic. And 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 I would love to just just say Silver is sneakily doing everything that we've said that it's going to. Over the last 45 to 50 days, it's up over 15%. Wow. So all of your listeners that keep calling me Mm -hmm. and have gobbled up silver over the last 50 days, it is up over 15%. In fact, just today, as we record this, it's up like 1.3%. I mean, talk about a, a sneakily good investment that the main mainstream media doesn't talk about, mm-hmm. right? But yet it's a way for people to protect and preserve and hedge their assets against inflationary pressures. And so I would, I would just encourage everybody, just give us a call. So, gobble up as much silver as you can. It is the safest asset in the world right now. So we got this landing page, flyovergold.com. Uh, just because it's easy to spell, it's easy to find. So you got flyovergold.com well, and you go remember. there. You get you can download brochures, information, lots of things, but you enter your information and set up a consultation. Just and scroll that- down to the bottom there and fill out your information. And then you can talk to Kirk's team um, for that consultation to find out about your wealth conservation. And, and the thing I like, I was talking to a friend that texted me the other day, which is, it's a funny thing to say. Hey, I've been watching your gold guy. Is he legit? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, we've known him a long time. I'm like, no, he's a crackhead. What do you think? You know, why would you think we would have him all? Why would we, you know, be, be connected? You know, I said, no, he's, he's amazing. But, but the thing I said, the thing that you're really going to like about, about Kirk is he's going to educate you. Mm-hmm. And it's an ongoing process because he wants to work with you when this shifts. Yes. He's not married to metals. Mm-hmm. I said, there's going to come a time where, where, Hey, we rode this out. Then you get back in, you know, th- have you ever heard the expression, the rich get richer and the poor get poor? Yes. Well, the, the, the reason is because rich tend to take advice from people who are experts on a thing. Poor people tend to take advice from their neighbors and broke friends. Mm. you know, on a certain thing. They, they go with the herd mentality. That's why you have 95% always on, on, on an issue or on a thing. And they're, they're like, there's like this 5% that are mm-hmm. like, wow, how do they know to do that? Well, to get advice from somebody that's that knows more than they do on a thing. And so I said, whatever you do, get advice from somebody that has not one, but two PhDs and, and is doing the exact same things themselves. And wants this long-term relationship that they can walk back out with you when the tide turns because mm-hmm. the tide comes in, it goes out, the tide comes in, it comes out. I said, you know, it, it's very clear when 40% of all the money that exists wasn't even here 15 months ago. Mm. Like I don't even have any PhDs. Right. I don't even have a P. Right? <laughs> and so 
but but you look at this like, well, they just forty percent of the money didn't exist fifteen months ago. I'm like, mm, you know, that you don't have to be real bright. You just have to be not doing what most people are doing, operating out of fear and, and have somebody that you trust. So when you go to bed at night, you can actually exhale, close your eyes and not worry about it because you're making wise choices. No, that's true. In fact, I, I just uh, I just uh, talked to somebody that called in from from your show here and um, they said that they've known you since the late 90s. And it's like, wait a second. How do I not know who you are? Because I've known them since the late 90s. That's true. Like, how in the world have we gone by and we've missed each other? But you just said something really cool again, David. It's like, oh, you're two for two today. So <laughs> most job, people, babe. you know, get it. There you go. There you go. You are hot. So hot. most people who get they they get their information from an expert, right? They, they do well. Um, most people who get their news from places like TikTok, Facebook, yeah. I mean, or Meta, whatever it's called yeah. now, it's like – that's Saturday Night really Live. News. That's Saturday not Night really Live. news. Okay. So I'm going to beat them at their own game. And I was talking to my team. I'm going to start up a, a little a news channel on TikTok. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I, want, I want to get them to stop listening to the nonsense. And we're going to see what happens when I start putting some really cool stuff out there and how to protect and preserve on TikTok. And we'll see if it goes viral. I'm not going to dance. I was going to say, no you're going to dance with huh? little hand gestures. I'm just going to give news and we'll see what happens. <laughs> Man, I think it's a great idea. You know, something I just want to tell you, we've heard from uh, three friends specifically that have dealt with your office and talked to like three or four different people in the process. And each one of them feels so good about the decision that they've made to go with you all. They are so happy. They are, they feel confident. Yep. They feel like they're, they're in really great hands and everyone they've talked to, they said they are very competent, but they also do feel like they really do care. And I think that is yeah. really important. Anytime infra- that you're dealing with people with your money, you know, you want to know that they do care about you, that it is people over profit. And that you get back with people like that. It's, yes. like, it's like you have the infrastructure to be able to, to handle, handle the, the growth that you're experiencing, you know, mm-hmm. right now in these times is pretty amazing. Yeah. Flyovergold.com. That just blesses my heart. I mean, we try. We we try to treat everybody like family. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm so glad that they reach back out to you to let you know that makes me feel really good. Yes. Um, I love making a difference in people's lives. And that just makes me feel good. Thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Dr. Kirk, we are so honored to be partnered with you, to be part of uh, what you are doing in this country to help people to conserve their wealth, but also to give them advice for how to make that bigger. You know, we are about, we are kingdom people and we should be financing what's going on in the kingdom here. And we are on the right track by working with you. Thank you so much. I couldn't be more blessed than by working with you. So thank you so much. And I look forward to talking to you again next week. Sounds Let's do great. Flyovergold.com. You. you go there to the landing page, put in the information and everything you need to know. You will be an educational process. You will be mm-hmm. better off a year from now from the process of, of continuing the communication that they make available to you. And also just the feeling of not having the stress. Right. Is is going to do so much for your mm-hmm. health and so much for every other area. Just whew, we've got we've got mm-hmm. you covered because of knowing the right people. That's right. So we bless you. We bless you to realize that you were born for such a time as this. We do bless you to realize that your future is brighter than your past. And we bless you to wake up, speak up, and show up. Thanks Make a lot. Make it a great day, y'all. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. 
Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day. Yeah.